Hey guys, welcome back to Ancient Podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. It's now episode 19, episode 19. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. A lot of things is coming up, guys. And I have a special guest with me today, guys. We have Bro in the building. Hey, FOB stand over here. You already know the vibes. You already know the vibes, guys. And this is different, guys. This is the first like artist I had on my platform. What? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. So this is lit. This is lit. Would I... Would you classify yourself like I know you already have like Christian rapper, mm-hmm. or is there anything else you go by or like? Um, I would say like, I would just say rapper. I mean, I was a rapper before, and then like kind of like Christian is kind of like the con the topic that I use. So, okay, like, that's like the niche specifically. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So mm, okay, okay, artists, if you want to like get technical, but rapper is fine for me. Rapper is I fine. I love rapper. Um, so we usually when I have a guest, I always ask like, what's a special. Fun fact about yourself that you don't usually tell people. Hmm. Like, it's like they got to really know you to, like, know. A fun fact about me is I probably could work you in ping pong. Really? Yes. Like, you know, the... Like, the little, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, Serena, <laughs> but, like, on that small table, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, <laughs> like, I go crazy on that day. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so I you're really say, good at that. I would say... I'm above average. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay. like not crazy, crazy. Because if somebody's like an expert and then they come in and they work me, I'm not going to say that, oh, yeah, like, I shouldn't have said that. But I stand by what I said. Okay. I probably work you in ping pong. I really, I used to, like, play it a little bit, but not OD like like you. Like, you seem like an expert or you do um, this a lot. But I used to, um at the games, um like at David Buster's and stuff, this is not ping pong, but you know how they have the thing where you, like, it's like this game. Ice hockey. Is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, you know what I'm talking about where you, like... I think it's, I think it's... We'll say it's ice hockey. We'll yeah. just, you guys let us know. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, so that's usually what I play all the time. I'm really uh, good at that. Air hockey. Air hockey, that's what I'm playing. Bro was like thinking like, what is it? I'm what like, oh, I know it's something hockey, but it's not ice. It's not ice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, But going back to what you were saying about being a Christian rapper, mm-hmm. I feel like one thing about you that I didn't know is like, how come you got into like, you say you were a rapper before the Christian rapper came into play. Mm-hmm. So, how was like you as a rapper before the <laughs> like? I would say I was very like. I still was topic based, so always have been like a rapper who talked about certain things. If I had a subject I wanted to talk about it, I talked about it. But I when was did very, you start music? Let's start with that. Like, I started music you... in twenty nineteen. Oh wow! Yeah. That's actually really like yeah. Like I thought this was like long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Twenty nineteen. It's been like five years. I oh. literally started. I put out like one little R and B song. I made the beat for it. Everything. Really? <laughs> also like Bryson Tiller type vibe. It, it was like like if you had to name an artist. I don't want to name y'all nobody because okay. that gen is so it's so basic, right? Really. I remember that song. It so was you called, were like a singer before, like an R&B singer. Mm, I mean, I wasn't an R&B singer. I just made an R&B song. I'm okay. a choir boy. So like I sung all in the right. choir all my life. So like it was just, it was like my niche. I was like, okay, I can sing. Let's okay. see, I can do this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. So what made you like get into that? Like it, it was just a random day. You just was trying it out or? Nah, I've always been singing, man. I've always been like. I mean, if you hang around me, you probably already know. I'll burst into a song, start singing some lyrics, yada, yada, yada. Oh, really? So it's always been myself. Like, I've always done that. 
So music always been with you? Yes, music has always been with me. And then eventually I was just, I mean, I started writing. I have books of just me writing lyrics. Even my phone is filled with like a thousand notes of me just writing. So then eventually I just like bought the stuff and I was like, all right, bet we're going to make a song. Made a song. We just kept on doing it for real. Do you feel like there's somebody in your life you feel like kind of gave you that push to like music? Or do you feel like. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. My yeah. uncle, my late uncle Sally. So, oh, wow. Yeah. He, Sorry, so, yeah, yeah. He really pushed me. He really pushed me to make music. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my fault. He really pushed me to make music. And it was crazy because, like, I remember I showed him this one song and I never released it either. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I'll never forget that man started crying and I was like, really? I bet we gonna do this like the lyrics he was just like loving it he was like man you're so talented i was like i bet we go and it yeah. meant a lot just for that specific yeah that support because like you don't always get that from family and friends mm-hmm. but i guess what made him different from like your mom i would say your dad mm-hmm. or like anybody else in your family it was just the constant like okay i know you can do this even when nobody else is saying like you can really do this you know mm-hmm. what i mean just that constant support and that constant like encouragement that you don't really get when you start out Mm. okay 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 so then how did it go into r&b to i guess rapper to i guess christian rapper (laughs) because it seemed like there's four like four layers yeah it was it was a lot it was i mean i started off a little r&b and then i was like all right bro we're gonna make some like we're gonna make some rap we're gonna Mm. make something like that and i remember we literally i started i started rapping and I made this one little song. It was called like "Go Crazy, Go Stupid, Brill," something like that. Oh, really? And like, I had, we was I was at Bullets at the time in this yeah. high school. So it was high school in Potomac, Maryland, and there was a school called Episcopal. And my song went like crazy over there. Oh, so really? That school, yeah, that school really liked the song, and it was like really funny because like mm. I didn't know like they would like the song and everything, but they liked the song. So I was like, okay. Rap is kind of cool. I can, I can okay, do that. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, that's how the transition from R&B to rap. And then Christian rap came from like me becoming, like me giving my life to Christ. So I was just like, I'm going to use my talents for him. So I do want to speak about that a little bit more. And for you guys, you like, like Angie, like, how do you know this person? Like, what happened? And then just to keep it brief for you guys, I don't know Rose side of the story, but it was like that one time at open mic. So guys, mm-hmm. my school hosts open mics a lot. And I was doing content for like, for February, actually. Wow, that's crazy because it was, you know, it's February now, yeah. guys. And like, it was about like just black love. And then I just saw, bro, I'm like, okay, I, f- I see a black guy. Let me just ask him for the video. Yeah. And then I guess I liked your response to the video because mm-hmm. I was like, um, because I was like, you got, you just, all you have to say is I love you, black woman. Like, that was the trend back then, guys, and TikTok yeah. and stuff. And it seemed like, wow, bro, really, like, you were one of the few that was like sincere about it. Because I know when people are just fronting on the camera yeah, and when people are genuine. So I was like, oh, wow, he seemed really genuine about it. And then that's when I kind of just went back to my business. But then bro kind of chilled with us. like, Yeah. Because I don't know if that was your first time at AU. That was my first time. That was, oh, okay. my, that was the first time we, I ever performed at AU. It was mad fun. And like, yeah, I remember you asked me and I was like, of course. Like, yeah, and then we were just chilling nice. with him the whole night. And I was yeah. like, okay, he seemed like a cool, yeah, a cool mm-hmm. guy. And then I think the... Last kind of meetup I had with you was at your school for the Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. I remember y'all slid through, yeah. And I'm cool. The reason why I want to talk about when you said you bring your faith to Christianity, mm-hmm. like that's your faith, right? I want to mm-hmm. make sure. Um, it's because when I went to his Bible study, guys, it was cool. I also am religious too. I, I don't know. I don't know right now is that 
I believe in God. I do believe in Jesus, but I'm my parents are coming from a Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. So then I feel like there is a separate there is a separation, right? Mm -hmm. But when I went to the Bible study, it made me feel like insecure because like I because I don't read the Bible heavy. <laughs> and a lot of the things that like was over there was like it was like you gotta back up your claim by having a sentence in the Bible. And I was looking at my friend Kai like, all right, like I don't know what I can say here. I thought it was more it was more breaking down the Bible, but it was also like kind of justifying yourself with so I was like, uh, like Bible study is different. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I That's how I saying. took it when I went there. That's interesting. Yeah. Because even you were saying stuff, but you were backing it up with things in the Bible. So it really? makes sense. Yeah. That because at that time I had only read like Proverbs and Matthew. Really? Yeah, so I was like, I, I don't know what I was backing it up with. <laughs> I was like, so like, hilarious. I do want to talk about like, how did, what happened to bring yourself to like Christianity or put your whole self into it? Oh, testimony time. Mm. Okay. So, whew, man, mm -hmm. we try to give two minute testimonies. I'm going to try to get like a 30 second one right now. All right. So, boom, bada boom. We are in no faith at the moment at at that moment so we were in no faith when oh I so you mean, didn't believe in no i didn't believe really in yo guys this is so interesting so, <laughs> yeah i grew up muslim and if you like my whole really? name yeah so i grew up muslim jabril alameen that's my whole name and oh. so uh we grew up pro-black muslim and so at that time i didn't like jesus at all i thought jesus was like a white man slave owner all that stuff blue eyes oh really yeah. Whole nine God, i keep saying this because i'm like finding this out for myself i'm like what <laughs> yeah it's i feel like it's new information for people but yeah so that happened and i was legit wait let's like, talk about like that background so you grew up in a background where it's just like you said you were Muslim and mm -hmm. you guys believed in like everything pro-black. Like, is that what it is? So basically, I grew up Muslim, but I also grew up with like a family who was pro-black. So my mom's pro-black, my pops is pro-black, my grandmother's pro-black. Yeah, like we just, yeah. Can you explain more about that? Because it's like, in my head, no disrespect. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm black. Of course, I'm going to be like pro-black. Oh, like, so we were very yeah. active about uh, black history. We were very active about always telling each other about like, always telling each other, um, just things about ourselves are inherently good. I think at times when I, I didn't realize I grew up pro-black until I started meeting other people who had certain insecurities that I never thought like, I, that I never really struggled with. So I never really struggled with like my hair, like being too like coarse or too thick, but I knew a lot of people or a lot of, a lot of people who were very close to me, like even family members who were just like, okay, I don't I don't really care for my hair or like just friends who didn't really care for their hair, who didn't really see that uh, as a good thing or their skin color and their skin tone. Like, oh, I don't want to be too dark. But like for me, I grew up and it was like dark skin is a thing to be like, like you want to be. So it, it was very much pro melanin. I don't mean like pro black and I'm like, oh yeah, I see a black person, I nod. More so just like you there's a certain glow and there's a certain happiness that to, to be black yeah oh wow mm -hmm. so what was something like around your family that was like like very against like what do you mean like for example i feel like in your in your family setting and you can tell me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. like i would never bring a white man anywhere <laughs> like i'm just saying because it's so like pro-black so yeah. it's like don't even we will disown you if you bring a white person <laughs> i would say one thing that was just Mm -hmm. I don't know anything that was like just barred, you know. Okay, or even like 
like my hair like oh my gosh no you're just supposed to bring your afro out like i feel like your family is the type to do that see that's the thing they weren't like that it was just very much attributed to like okay if you have an afro we're definitely gonna say something and we definitely like that like you know what i mean like it was very much just like up you would encourage something that was pro-black you would encourage but like not dissing something but i definitely mm. i i personally did not bring home any white women i didn't take mm. a chance so i feel like do you feel like that's also because of how you were raised too yeah mm. yeah i grew up around black people and everything like that so i just i just naturally like i'm attracted to black women mm. okay 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 go ahead sorry i was like I didn't. Nah, I was you're very good. shocked with that. You're good. You're good. So, you're like, good. how did Christianity come in the picture then? Yeah. So basically, grew up pro-black, grew up Muslim, uh, didn't like Jesus, and then at the at the um, at a certain point, I was kind of confused about faith. I was kind of confused about my faith. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I believed in God. And so at that time, I was very angry with Jesus. So often I would hear, or I would wait. Feel, why were you angry with him? I just didn't like what I thought he represented. I didn't like how anti-black like Christianity seemed to me. I didn't like. Or was I didn't like how um, how it was very distant from me. I thought that I thought that Jesus wasn't for me. I thought that Jesus would never be for me, and so because of how he's portrayed in images. Yeah. So I just just throughout all my history, or not my history, but all my experiences with like either Christians or like Christianity or just like the encounters, I just didn't like it. There'll be times where I was like immersed in Christianity at times because like my mom had a boyfriend at the time who was Christian and literally we would go places and everything like that. But still, I just, it was just some, some type of aversion to Christianity that I just did not, I did not like. And so you just didn't like it was associated with just like whiteness? I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. And I had a lot of, I had, I harbored a lot of hate in my heart, in all honesty. And so eventually I had to, there was a point where I was like, man, I feel like, I feel like I'm always talking about Jesus. Cause at this point, if anybody brought up Jesus, I had these like three, four talking points that I could always say and like, a Christian would shut down. Like they wouldn't be able to say anything back. Really? So, like I just. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to know that like the three, like. <laughs> like I felt like you were about to say, it was like. I would be like, one, like, Christianity was introduced to us because, like, 400 years ago, we didn't, like, we didn't celebrate Christianity. Like, well, that wasn't a thing that we had. And so, like, just a, just off of the simple basis that, like, there was no Christianity before that, how is everybody, everybody black was just going to hell? So that was one of my points. Oh. Then, but do you see how it ties back with, like, your family? Like, I feel like... Yeah. Because even though, like... My Not that they said kinda, that, but it was just like, it, it definitely... Yeah, because my family is Catholic, and they have their examples of why they don't... They, their faith is not with Christianity, but they never tied it with black people. You mm. know what I'm saying? The only reason why I got what you're saying is because, you know, I watch a lot of podcasts, and they will talk about that a lot of the time. Like, mm -hmm. question that about Christianity. Yeah. So that's when you say that. goes back to your family being pro-black. Yeah. Like, so... I feel you. Second point is probably like, I was just be like, yo, Jesus is portrayed as a white man, blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, mm. how is that? How can that be our God? And I forgot the third and the fourth points, but they were tough. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. I was hitting those things every time. I ding, ding, ding. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't question people's faith, though. I feel like if you're Christianity, I'm a. That's your. You do. You but that was the thing. I had like an anger. Like, really? it was it was subtle, but it was like. If you told me and I just like, like, oh, you're getting brainwashed. Like, oh, my third point was that it wants you to not, not be as violent. So I was very, I was very much like pro self-defense at that time. And I felt like a lot of people would, um, a lot of people would just be like, you know, turn the other cheek. And I didn't like that reference because I often thought 
that black people were the only people who were often turning the other cheek. And you can see that. And I, I still I still feel some of this way because like back in slavery times, you would see people like lining up black people to watch black people get whipped. And like you can see that adjacent to the times of like people watching black men die at the hands of cops. So mm. it, it's just that just really threw me off and rubbed, rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. But then I had to realize it was the wrong depiction of Jesus. So. Okay, so who made you or what made you realize that? Like, um, multiple encounters, just people like talking to me and like getting through and just being like, okay, but like this is Jesus, this is what Jesus represents. And so right. I didn't understand, like, oh, Jesus represents love. And I was like, how does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And Jesus is all, all merciful. How does that make sense? So eventually I, um, I looked into it out of curiosity. And so, I will often look into Christianity, mostly to get like backing points to like argue against other Christians. And it was like three critical points in my life where like they were Christ encounters that I realized I was like, oh, Christ is coming for me. Like he's he's like looking at me. It was my first uh, girlfriend that I ever had. Sorry. Yeah, she's tough. Raquel, thank you. And so she gave me a lot of game about Christianity in general and like Mm. talked to me about how like jesus is for like a specific he's for us like he's for everyone and so i didn't realize that and then my best friend i had a conversation with him the first time we talked okay. the first time we met still best friend to this day yeah okay. josh so Shout we um literally had a conversation and i remember this man was like oh yeah like jesus this jesus that da, 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 da. i have my talking points and then he would get silent and then i was like, ah, it works yada 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 i'm like i'm tough this man said, you know what, man? I don't know what really to tell you, but I do know that one day I wasn't really walking with Christ. And then another day I was walking with Christ and I felt completely different. And I tell you, like, I was so confused, frustrated and angry when he said that because I didn't know what to say back to it. Mm-hmm. And that really changed my perspective on it. And then finally, when my uncle Sali, he died. And at that moment, I was just like, man, I was really crushed. And I felt like an overwhelming sense of peace like, I felt, like, really depleted, but there was a lot of peace in my life at that moment. And I was confused. And I was just, like, and I was just trying to ask, like, what's happening? What's happening? And I felt, like, the grace of God. And I was like, whoa, mm. this is Jesus. And so, like, that was kind so of, you like. So tie- you, you, you tie peace with, like, okay, like, this is Christ. This is Jesus, like, in a way. One of his attributes, yeah. Mm. yeah. But is that how it started? Like, do you feel like when there's calm in your life, when there's actual, like, peace? It's like, okay, yeah, because is- I feel like a lot, like, there's a lot of moving pieces in my life, so I definitely feel like when mm. that was the first encounters he had with me, like, just like granting me peace and being like, okay, be still. Mm. I mean, because me, my mind is like scatterbrained, like, I have ADHD, so like, mm. I really just can move from place to place to place to place, and like, there should okay. be moments he'll be like, I'm like, what's happening? Oh, wow, yeah. okay. And when, when was this exactly? Do you remember? Like, this was. Mm, yeah. three years ago four years ago oh wow so this is kind of like i don't want to say fresh but like fresh yeah too. this like, is fresh wow this is fresh. okay 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 mm-hmm. so how you feel like your life has changed overall since um your faith now in christianity um i would say that i have i have a god i can talk to i think oftentimes uh christians like to say that oh, i've gotten more this and more that and more this, like more peace, more love, more joy, da da da. And those are attributes that I've gotten more of, but I don't want to make it seem like my life has just gotten like perfect because that's just not what 
Like that's just not what happened. Right. Um, I'm not perfect. I still sin a lot. I still am definitely far from being the man that he's created me to be. But I definitely will say that he has shown me that he loved me. I've just like turned my head to see that like somebody loves me unconditionally. And it allows me to move better than I ever could without knowing that. Do you feel like, this is the last question about it, but like, do you feel like before you walked into that faith, you didn't have anybody to look back at too? Hmm. Is that some... That's a good question. I would say I felt pretty alone. I would say I felt pretty lonely. And like, that was definitely something that fueled a lot of emotions in me. Like, I mean, it, it was just a, it was a lot to go through as, hmm. That's making me yeah. like think about like things in my um, in my like childhood and everything. But like, right. yeah, I only ask sure. that is because so I had shout out Faith. I have a friend named Faith mm -hmm. in the pod, and she's heavily into Christianity, Faith, right? Mm -hmm. And she currently like um is at the church in Dupont Circle. Yeah. But one thing I told her in the pod is like when people question like my faith or like like I have one friend. She said that I feel like religion is because people are just they need somebody because they're times when they're alone they don't have nobody mm -hmm. to run for so that's why people go into religion mm -hmm. and when she said that to me it really stuck to me because it's like i do feel like us sometimes like and you guys can tell me how you guys feel but people do look for jesus or any other religions because they don't really have anybody to speak to so that's mm. why i can't speak for everyone but <laughs> that is something that i'm like mm. i feel you i think I think people can definitely go to Jesus when they're lonely, but it's also very interesting because we are dependent humans. Like we're dependent yeah. beings. So whatever you Do you think, feel like all human beings are dependent upon? Yeah. I mean, I don't really see anybody like there's no, there's people who think they're independent and that's like really cool, but you're very much dependent on one thing. You, you may be dependent on something that not many people are praising you to be dependent on. So like somebody can be like, I'm independent. I don't talk to anybody right now. Mm -hmm. But if you were to lose your job or if you got kicked out of school, your life would be in shambles because like that's what you're dependent on. That's what mm -hmm. you're relying on for peace. That's what you're relying on for joy. That's what you're relying on for many things. And so, yes, I definitely agree with that. Okay, people go to Jesus when they're lonely. But at the same time, like that person would go to something when they're lonely too. It's just, what is that thing giving back to you? So if I go to something, if I go to my phone and I'm lonely and I'm watching people who are not lonely, then I'm just feeding myself the ambition, like the idea that other people aren't lonely and I shouldn't be lonely as well. Whereas somebody else can go to Jesus and be like, okay, I feel lonely. And then Jesus can grant them something to make them deal with that loneliness, to make them feel like they're not lonely or make them understand the situation more. So, yeah. so what has he granted you? What has he granted me? That's a good question. I think God has granted me one joy. Uh, I would say confidence as well. Confidence in myself. Being you feel like you were never confident before? I feel like never is a strong word, but I would say, <laughs> <laughs> I, would say I did battle. I did struggle with like self-confidence and like mm -hmm. finding out what I had and what was going for me. I think in a world where like everybody takes, it's hard to like, it's hard to feel as though you're being able to give freely. And mm -hmm. so that often like messed with me because I felt like I oftentimes tried to free, freely give. And that's just not the way like the world operates at times. So, okay. Yeah. So when you say freely give, like you're just like, a, like give an example of that. Like. I would say generously, like with time, Ten generous mm -hmm. with time, generous with like, um, 
with like love and joy, just like certain attributes that aren't tangible. So you can't really like touch it or feel it, but you really feel what I'm coming. You feel you feel how passionate and genuine I am. So mm, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I, but I agree with you, but I also feel like with me, I can feel like if somebody's passionate and genuine, but it also shows with actions too. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel your aura and know that it's positive and very mm-hmm. much like okay, seem like a nice person, but I can't just say you're a nice person. You know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. like you do something to make you, yeah. Yeah, not only do, but like I don't know. I just not only based on assumption. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's interesting that you said that. I really like guys. I'm like really shocked. Cause I'm like, I guess I really didn't know real for real. <laughs> oh my gosh! So like, I guess like with the next question, like how did it transform for you being a Christian rapper? Then, like, what you mean? So like. So you, you now your faith is Christianity, Christianity now. Yeah. But then you were still just a rapper, like did yeah. you just like? I was still a rapper at that time. But then how did it transform into? Um, it kind of transformed when I started. Uh, when I started taking Christianity serious. I mean, when I got Christian, when I became Christian, I didn't really do anything different. I was just like, oh yeah, Jesus is my Lord, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. So live. And then I wasn't really trying to figure out what Christianity was about. So essentially a couple of years go back, go by, and then I get baptized at this conference. And that's when I try to figure out like, okay, how can I live fully for Jesus? How can I be on fire for him? And I was just like, you know what? I can change up my music. Right. And he was like, yeah, change it up. And I was like, man, like, what if I don't have bars? What if I don't? Da, 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 da? He gave me the bars. You're not the one. Right. He, he gave me okay, the. He gave okay, me the. Okay. He gave me tools. Is there um you ha- is there an example you have of like a one time like God really came through for you like it was just like me getting into Georgetown University. Oh, that was really big for you. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I was at a small little boarding school. It was about a hundred kids called Phelps. The Phelps School, mm-hmm. and it's in PA, Malvern, PA literally in the outskirts of Philly. And essentially nobody's really going to like big, big schools. And I was scared cause I was just like, man, I don't feel like anybody can really help me get into like a really notable school. And I, the schools that I saw people were going to, I didn't think I would get into myself personally because I was just like, my grades aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. So we go to the school called Bullis and we go for track. Before I get into Bullis, I meet this coach called Coach Grant, and he's like, hey, first practice, you got to run. And if you don't run something nice, I'm just going to let you know, like, this is not for you. Like, this is not your thing. I was like, all right, bet. So we run. He says, let's go. There's one year to get into Bullis. So I get into Bullis. At Bullis, I'm a junior. But, like, I repeat a year because I'm just like, okay, I just need to get into school. So as a junior, I'm just like, man, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. And I get no offers all of my friends around me are getting like offers of like oh yeah where are you going da, 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 da. they get mail everything like that you're panicking yes <laughs> we get to the last meet and i'm like oh man like we got to get ready we got to get da, 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 da. Yeah. i think the week before i injure myself i cannot go to the last meet i cannot run at the last meet it's yeah. the championship and i'm like man i don't even want to go my aunt's like you have to go like you have to go support your team all right all right bet as I'm there, I'm in a hotel. I talk to a coach. His coach and his now his name is Coach B, Coach Baldy. Shout out him. Shout out him. Well, we started talking because literally my aunt talked to him before, and she was like, "You would relate to him because um, 
just just about uh, father situations. Mm. So we start to talk and we have the deepest conversation. Mm. And he's like, you know what? You know, it's crazy. Like, there's a coach who asked about you. And I'm like, man, what? Mm. And he's like, yeah, he goes, he's the coach at Georgetown. I actually went to Georgetown and I uh, ran. Like we ran in this, uh, either on the same team or like at similar times. So I know him. Mm. He brings me to the coach. We talked for like two, three hours. Couple months go by and I get an offer from Georgetown University and I go there within a year of running track. Wow, yeah. that's really good. Congrats. Thank you. Like, I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. So that's why track is like, like one of the biggest thing you put, like top priority like right now, yeah. like with you being a rapper and then track too. Definitely. Wow. Okay. Definitely. So like, is like track like carrying you on as well too with like, I like as an athlete? Track. I'm, I don't want to say that. Yeah. Okay. I want to say track is essential to Georgetown for me because it is like one of the outlets that allowed me to get into Georgetown, and I'm very thankful for that. But I will say the struggles with track is just like, just like being a student athlete at a school that's like very uh, academically rigorous, and like the staff is also uh, very um not very but like you're short compared to like how many people are on the team so oftentimes you can feel overlooked but i know like my i know that my coaches are doing the best that they can and like there's certain uh, there's certain situations that are just out of their hands so because mm, yeah. like i only ask that because because i'm not a college athlete yeah not only it's not like i have a perception of it like i did have like college athletes on this pod too so mm -hmm. it's just like it just feeds into that assumption but i just feel like i can't speak for trap right yeah. but i can speak for, there's other sports that like I feel like it's like they get the freebies and then that's what it I is and I'm saying like track is the same but I'm just like I wonder how that is too because like I do feel like they get the freebies they mm -hmm. do whatever they want and then that's their college experience hey man mm -hmm. I would say to anybody else who feels like that slide and do a workout with us man slide and do a workout with us. <laughs> no that's probably a different type of workout like i can't i can't i can't we do get like free things but like i, I would definitely i would definitely be more appreciative of more gear but at the same time i mean like i'm very grateful for the amount of gear that we do get it is you know, what it is you know it's vibes okay it's vibes um okay oh, Never. All good? Yeah. Okay, so I guess the next thing I was going to talk to you about. Mm. So, guys, you know, the segment puts you on the spot where I ask people a hot seat question. Mm. So, I did want to talk to you about, like, you know, you being a Christian rapper overall, right? Mm. I feel like there's a lot of stigma. Like, I don't know if you guys seen on the TL or, like, TikTok, Instagram, et cetera, mm -hmm. where people will be, like, at, like, clubs, and it will be, like, Christian, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Have you ever been to one? I haven't been to one. I oh, really? One. How to like, pop-ups. Yeah. Oh, pop-ups? They're pop-ups. So, like, Joyful Noise. Oh, it's like a pop-up thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. Shout out Bryce. Yeah, shout out Bryce. He he makes Joyful Noise. That's oh, okay. So, oh, okay. I get what you're saying, because there's not, like, Pacific. I don't think Pacific. there is in D.C., actually. Nah, there's not one yet. Mm. There's probably going to be one, though, very soon. Yeah, because it seemed like it's rising. And also, too, I feel like, like yeah. just, like, Christian, like, like I feel like it's rising big right now. Oh, D. Yeah, than before. So I do want to talk about that because this is one viral video where like um, they were like it was like a Christian club like mm -hmm. it was like a actual like club guys where everybody was vibing and they were playing like music mm -hmm. and they were like why would you play this like what is going on 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about with you brilling the pod and see yeah. like how you feel about that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I would think. I think, in my opinion, I it, it's so subjective. Like, like a Christian club, right? You can go and then like y'all can have a couple. Of, I don't know if they serve drinks or not. I don't think they serve drinks actually. But what if they do? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Jesus turned water into wine, but don't get drunk. You already know the vibe. So like, it's subjective. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta help yourself. You gotta make sure you're not doing nothing crazy. I feel like that's the limit to it too. I feel like with Christianity and you guys let me know, but I feel like because of Christianity, there's certain limits you can go. Yeah. So what are the limits and what, even with your music, what can you say Mm. and what can you not say? So for me, I would say like, it's more so on like a relationship. I think like Christianity in my experience has been so relational. And like, if you think of any relationship, there's like certain things you're like, okay, this is a no, no. But like at the end of the day, what's a no, no. Like, cause even in your songs, I haven't heard you once curse. mm -hmm. So maybe that's a no, no, like don't curse. That's a thing. Like Mm. I didn't curse before I was Christian. Cause I was just like, a, oh yeah, I don't curse, like I, I don't need to type stuff. So yeah. like that wasn't even a Christian thing that I did. Like I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to curse. Like that was just a thing I just. Oh never wow, did. okay. It's just kind of like yeah, it, it's yeah. kind of interesting. I don't think there's any, like, like no nos that I I have that I didn't already that I wasn't already doing. Like mm. I don't, I've never really talked about women in a crazy way in my music. I wasn't really wilding out. Like I just wasn't. So like at this point when I make Christian music, it's just like who the topic is on. Like my mm. topic has shifted. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I feel like with the club, I do feel like um, in, in my opinion about it, like I think you can do whatever you want to do. Mm. I do think though, if there's if you're in a religion, but you're doing things that's opposite from it but you like also like high mighty about it and very yeah. much like into the faith like i do look at you like very like what's going on yeah and i think that's what the comments are like i can't speak too much about christianity but yeah. like i don't think judging people just singing songs and stuff is like mm-hmm. best i think when you do bring alcohol and stuff into the conversation though yeah where does it go or like if people are doing crazy things that's like totally not against like it's, it's like, just okay. interesting because it's like he says be in a sober mind, but at the same time, like there was a party where like he legit turned water into wine, mm-hmm. but it's the same like oh yeah get drunk like, like it, it's just so it, it's for you it's for you to decide, but it's for you. It, actually it's for you to listen to him to be able to understand where your limits are. So like mm-hmm. people in the comments are saying like oh yeah you can't do this you can't da 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 da, but at the end of the day they're only going on their own personal relationship with god to say like oh yeah in my experience i've been told no so you can't do this of course there's certain rules that like off the flat off the bat like you can't do like like, Mm. blasphemy there's no there's no sense of where you can but even with blasphemy some people will be like oh yeah if you criticize christianity that's blasphemous but like if i criticize christianity for being like anti-black sometimes is that blasphemous or is that me like calling out us to be better? So like, it's just it's just very like, interesting. It's subjective. So I feel like it's like it's up in the air. I guess that's like, what I'm saying. Like it's hard to judge. Well, do you hard. if you saw that? I'm gonna show you the clip after five. But if you was watching, you'd be like, okay, it is what it is. Like you, I'd be like, dang. All right. Okay. <laughs> like that's 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 literally my response. I'd be like, dang. All right. And sometimes I'd be like, oh yeah, they're wilding. And then sometimes I'd be like, oh. 
This is vibes. This okay, is vibes. okay, okay. They're okay. cooling. They're cooling. They're cooling. Oh wow! So then, with your music, then right? Mm -hmm. Like, I guess what is what are you trying to do with your music? Like, what what is the vibe you're going for? I would say I'm trying to like talk about my walk. I think with my music, I've been told to like talk about my problems. I, I've been mm. really. Do you feel like it's like a journal? Kind of. You know what's crazy though? Mm -hmm. I like to say my my songs are like the Bible. Like mm. to be honest. And if you if you know anything like really, a if you know anything about the Bible, you know it's like a bunch of stories and basically like a bunch of people's experiences and like what they struggled with, what they yeah. prospered in, what God's laws are, da, da da da, all this stuff and like what he what he promised, all this stuff. And I was just be like, I like to. Talk about that as well. Like, so I just look at it as the Bible. Yeah. But what makes like a rapper like okay, like what makes it like you're a Christian rapper? Like, what is specific ways to keep it in that? I guess for me, mm. mm -hmm. I would say what your focus is. I would say if you're a Christian rapper, like being a Christian rapper, rapper is what you like the genre of music you do but then it's like christian it's just a topic so if you have a christian topic and then you're rapping i would just say you're a christian rapper a lot of people be trying to like oh yeah you're not a christian rapper because you do this that and the third there's some things i don't do that christian rappers do and what is like, it like name one i would say bible blicky i don't say bible blicky like what is bible blicky? <laughs> like, what that's not learned so basically some people <laughs> some people will talk about like how they're like fighting their flesh and like fighting against demons and like they'll like, oh, Bible book the only that like they'll do something like that, and so like wait, give an example, like put a sentence because <laughs> I'm still confused. So like, so it'll be like, like are like. Like is Bible like, Blicky like a defense? Like yeah, I was gonna go and cheat, but Bible Blicky like like now they'll be like Bible Blicky on me. You know you can't touch this. Oh, so it's like a defense. Like, yeah, so like like okay. like body armor, spiritual stuff like oh. but it's like it's very synonymous with gun. So I mean to Yeah, because I know what booking means. So yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> with some people I, I I personally don't listen to I don't listen to too many songs that talk about that because personally I just I used to listen to like rap that like talked about a lot of like a lot of violence and a lot of things like that. So that just makes me like want to go back to that music. But then at the same time I understand that some people that's all they listen to and then they're like, okay. I like music that sound like that, but I also want to glorify God. I also want to listen to stuff that talks about God. So, like, for them, that may be, like, the song that they go to. So, you know, it's vibes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, what do you feel, like, makes your music, like, a very, like, I guess not... I'm What differentiates your music compared to, like, the other Christian rappers be, besides Bible, but, you know? I yeah, because <laughs> since you don't use that... <laughs> I would say uh, the sound that I use. I would think my I think my sound personally is very unique. Uh, just the just the amount of things that I do in it, and it, it's hard to explain. So I would say you gotta listen. Tap in. You gotta you gotta listen. Listen, but, uh, <laughs> but um, also just like my vulnerability. I would say that there's. I try to be as vulnerable as possible and really talk about problems, issues, and things that you just struggle with as a Christian. Like, so I think. I took the competitiveness of like rap and now have attributed to my walk. And so I've been told to talk about my problems. And so now I try to talk about my problems as much as possible to give people like a, almost like a guide of like, hey, I messed up here. Don't do that. Uh, this mm. is good. Jesus likes this. Do that. Yeah. Mm, I get it. You yeah. know what's so funny when you, you say that? Because when Faith was on the pod, she said like, because we were talking about like, how do people like, 
um, commit their faith with Christianity. Like how, like you can talk the talk, but how do you do the walk, right? Mm. And she was saying like how, you know, like sim like things like praying and et cetera. I feel like your music is like one of them, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's something you're showing to show that like I'm, I'm in this life, yeah. you know, I'm committed. So yeah. I guess one way and another aspect is it's your own personal journal. Yeah. Is there anything else you view with your music? Like, oh, people relate also to, can relate to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One other thing, one other thing that I would say about my music, yeah. my music, what would I, say about my I feel I feel like I have real like thinking like I'm like you don't think like gonna... like one thing about your music like you're like yeah like because I know it's one about God your mm -hmm. journal but like anything for people out there like or because I feel like you put so much commitment as you should as an artist mm -hmm. like guess what's the say, end result here I would say I would say creativity to be honest I think creatively. I, I try to be as as out there as possible in certain in certain songs and I, I try to have fun with it. I would say outside of me recording the music, a performance for me is very tough. I I would say that I really like try to bring a lot of energy and I really try to like expound on what I can do when I perform. So mm. yeah, I would say creativity for real. But what does the future like look like for you then? I would say the future is more performances and then also just like it's gonna start getting. It, it's gonna start getting scary for folks. We are gonna start collabing. We are gonna start, and we just gonna talk about more things. And I think like like right now, like I don't make my beats, and I don't have a specific producer. So for me to be able to do everything that I'm doing, I kind of go on YouTube by the beat, yada yada yada. Right. But then once I'm able to really craft that sound, really get into a studio, I've never been into a studio either. Really, which a lot of people don't know. So like once we get into that bag and like Jesus really lets us to, lets us get in there, I'm not gonna I lie. I've never been to the studio yet. Man, nobody took me out. Nobody catered me, man. Really? Nobody trying to We just me I just took my um shout out Jasmine. We took our best friend to the studio for her birthday. That's tough. Yeah, and then she got to spit. You know what I'm saying? That's very tough. Yeah. Well, manifesting this, but bro, like yeah. I can't believe it. Really? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I've never been to a studio. I've been. I've been offered to go to the studio. Shout out Ty, but like mm. I was never able to like set up the schedule and everything. So yeah. we gonna we gonna get to a studio very soon. But I guess this shows guys like out there like you don't need like the studio. Like you don't you need. Don't. Yeah, you can you like you can make it possible. Like can he made really a whole album. That? Yeah. Can, can we really talk about that? Yeah. Though? Like you really don't need too much to really be making like great music you need to learn you have to have a willingness to learn that's your biggest that's gonna be your biggest weapon like there's people who on band like you know that song like left do it oh right? yeah he did that on his phone really yeah Shut up. like bro really? you don't need much to like make a song you don't need much to like really if you really feel what you're doing and you really like know like the ins and outs and how to market it how to yeah. yo Get in there, like stop trying to. Mm, and that goes for crazy. everything. I feel like I feel like um, with everything you do, like I feel like people be like, Nah, Angie, I need this, I need this to kind of like operate it. But then mm -hmm. that's not really the case. You like, operating in a fear, and it's not like that's just not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, at all, guys, at all. So that's interesting that you say that. But I feel like you haven't like mentioned like where do you see be like yourself like becoming? Like, do you want to win a Grammy? Like, that's not your. I don't know. That's your speed. <laughs> But like, I do would, you want to be big enough where? I want to, if I'm being honest, Yeah. like there's times where I really want to be like big. I want to be like the biggest artist. But then I'm just like, I try to be so submitted into the will. And that sounds so like Christian. Arr. 
but like i really try to like make myself understand like hey if it's not in his will to make me big or it's not in my it's not in his will to make me like the biggest star or the smallest like hey that's it that that's what like he wants me to do but i try to make sure i'm the best at what i'm doing so whatever he gives me the ability to do so if he tells me like okay make this song like i write then i rewrite and then i look at the beat again like i'll try to really make sure to know that i'm doing something good Mm -hmm. That's what I try to do. So I try to make sure like the song I do is good. Because if you look at if you look at people who won Grammys and things like 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 SZA just ran like won a couple yeah. Grammys, her songwriting ability, bro, amazing. But I like, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna disagree with you, bro. Because I feel like I feel like how I look at look at it like God gave us a talent, mm -hmm. and I feel like He has showed us in very phases of life like. This is your talent, like, because mm. I do feel like everybody knows what they can do in life or what they're meant for mm -hmm. in this world. They are either in the denial or like don't acknowledge it or mm. they haven't recognized it yet. But it's really in your face. So I feel like to me, God is telling me like, okay, like you really are good at asking people questions or you really like listening to people's stories. Mm -hmm. And I feel like He's telling me to showcase a platform or a space where people can show that. So. I feel like if he's doing that for me, that's something he wants to push big that everybody in the world wants to know. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, if I'm doing this for me. Like, I don't really have to do this. But I do feel like it's like something cooking up, like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like with you, like, well, I can't speak too much about it. But I feel like you posting all the time on Instagram, like, yeah. now you're at a point where you're about to reach 10K, which congrats ahead, ahead of time. But what yeah. is that showing? Because I also go by numbers, too. I feel like something is working here like yeah. something is plotting here like i don't feel like god is like saying here here's your talent do this and have a great time with this like i feel like it's bigger yeah you know i mean i can say like different things that i would like to happen like i would like to make a living off of what i'm doing mm -hmm. but i think i think god is really telling me like hey when you speak about this it's touching someone's heart so like mm -hmm. i want to touch as many hearts as possible and i think like i get very ambitious of just like yo i like sometimes like sometimes i'll be in my room you know you know those memes where they be like in my room 2 30 at night oh, random yeah. motivation like i get those i'll be like man like i can write like three four songs right now yeah i get like stuff like that and like i'll get either like big motivation to like be a servant of god in that specific moment and like give him praise or just like stomp on the devil's head i'm not gonna lie like i'd be like yo bro i'm trying to da -da -da -da. i'm yeah. just trying to do all this stuff so i would say like ambition ambition is there like i definitely i definitely won't act like oh yeah man i'm just being submissive i'm like I'm being passive. I think a lot of people like kind of confuse like submission and passiveness. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, but like, is it okay to be passive? I don't think so because, like, I mean, when was Jesus ever passive? He was very deliberate about everything he did. He rested. He was deliberate. He mm -hmm. walked somewhere. He was deliberate. He went somewhere. He was deliberate. He left his disciples many times. They were looking for him. Like, wait, where did he go? Deliberate. Like everything he did, he made sure that he was doing something. Uh, he was doing something, and it was like being his. Uh, according to god's will so that's the deliberation deliberation you should have with your own actions i think a lot of people want to be like oh yeah i'm deliberate i make sure i go out and get this i make sure i go out and get that but like what is your what is your end goal like is that always attributing to your end goal so i try to like make sure like my end goal is like okay pleasing god because if it's pleasing god then all of my actions should be able to like go to follow the, it yeah. okay i get what you're saying yeah, now. Yeah, i get what you're saying yeah, now yeah. so i guess like 
with that, guys. I want you guys to tap into his music, of course. Mm-hmm. And then stay mm-hmm. tuned because it's going to get bigger. Because I feel like it might be a work where, like, I see you getting awards. I see a lot of things happening. That's I see people blessings. just blasting it everywhere. Like, I do. I feel like there's potential. Like, not there is, but I feel like it's guaranteed. Yeah. So, I also feel like you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But I know it's... I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. You guys should stay tuned. I do want to talk about do like about Black History Month and et cetera. And I feel like it's also good that now I know that your parents are more. The pro black is like, I don't know why that word is like, because when I think pro black, I think everybody who's black should be that. Mm. I don't know if there's a specific word like with your parents. Like, I just feel like that's a very much like, how are you not pro black? You get what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I just think I've, I've, met people from all walks of life who are just not like i've i've met somebody i've met black people who have supported like the confederate flag like okay okay i get it i get it but i feel like what your fan i feel like okay i guess what i'm saying is like how your fans view things i feel like it's like majority than the the minority you get what i'm saying like hot day disagree yeah i think like like especially i would say with dark skins Mm -hmm. i would say Dark skin was not like that was not something cool to be like what mm-hmm. six seven years ago, bro. Like if you was dark skin, I remember everybody in school light skin gang, light skin gang. Like it was just a vibe, like to really? be light skin or lighter. I'm telling you this right now, especially you, and we can spark because it's also Valentine's Day coming up too, guys. There's like so much favoritism with like dark skin men. I feel like, huh? You think, think well, like, <laughs> so? Are you like if I just like? No, 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 no. I'm not cheating. I'm not gonna cheat. <laughs> I think I think now, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when you get over like fourteen, fifteen, then everybody starts to talk try to talk about it like, oh yeah, I like chocolate, yada yada yada. But it's I feel like, like it's been a thing though. No, bro, okay. it hasn't been a thing. Okay. At least in my head. At least in my head. You know? So, Maybe on Twitter. Okay, so then okay, let's go into that topic. Do you feel like dark skinned men was never like praised back then now that it is now? I would say I don't know about back then. I will say when you're young, when you like, you know, middle school, all that little stuff, it's uh turn off the lights. Oh, I can't see you. Ha 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 ha. And then once you get like, <laughs> once you get a little hair on your chin and everybody, oh yeah, he looks kinda good. Like I like a little dark man. Ha, ha, ha. Like I don't no, know. That's true, that's true. Cause I remember some people. I feel like the switch up go hard. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like the switch up cause it'll be it'll be one year where you're just like, Oh yeah, nobody likes me, and then it's like, why? you're lying like you're mm. lying type stuff so okay okay mm-hmm. no you you have a fear point with that yeah do you oh so let me also talk to you about this what's the difference between like hmm this is a very simple question too mm-hmm. like what do you feel like makes a difference between a boy versus a man I feel. Ooh, that's good mm-hmm. that's a hard question hold on let me think about yeah that one. and i feel like tying it back with like pro-black and stuff like mm-hmm. What's your thoughts? You know? Okay. Um, <sighs> I know, guys. You guys are like, oh, Angie, like, what are you doing to bro? Like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I would say the ability to express your emotions. I would say that's, a, that's an indication that you're a man. The ability to understand what you can take care of. That's an ability to be a man. Uh, be a man. And then also... I, I truly think this like being submitted to God. I think that a lot of times people who aren't sub 
I think a lot of men who aren't submitted to God don't think they need to submit to anything. And so that's just incorrect in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot, even even in Christianity, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, wives submit to your husbands, which is biblical. But then also there's a whole paragraph after that two lines that they talk to women, that they talk to wives about saying that essentially like a man should treat a woman as Christ did the church. If Christ died for the church, that means he was submitted to the church. If Christ was submitted to the church, then you should be submitted to your wife just as he submitted to you. So it's just like, like in my head, I think that there's a there's those three those three things that is very important for you to become a man instead of a boy. Mm. Yeah, I feel like a boy is very sightseeing of himself, but like a man is very sightseeing of others while understanding himself. Interesting, you said like being emotional in or understanding your emotions too yeah. as well because I feel like that is that goes a lot with being a black man. I feel mm-hmm. like, and I feel like that's judge if you say that too. Yeah, so. And I feel like, not me as a black woman, but I feel like even also to some black women would even see that as like, are you really a man if mm-hmm. you're that emotional, I guess, emotional available? Like, yeah, it seems like, oh, it is looked at as like something that shouldn't be happening. And now it's like, you know how the world is. I feel yeah. like I feel like the world goes from like hating something to then like fetishizing it and then making it normal. So right you now, think it's gonna go to that route where like I feel like right now it's fetishized to have a man who's like emotional and now everybody's talking about everybody has different labels for it. Oh you're sassy, oh you're zesty, yeah. oh you're da, 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 da. so like now it's like, oh yeah, if you are emotionally intelligent. When somebody talked about it, they were like, Well, a lot of men, a lot of men grew up with just their mothers in the house because there was a whole like incarcer- mass incarceration episode where they were trying to take all the black men out. So now they go up and they're like, okay, all these emotionally intelligent beings around me, I should be emotionally intelligent as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like, oh yeah, like you see the example, but you're not supposed to be it. So it's gotten all these people who are just like, they express in a different way. A lot of mm-hmm. black men express in a different way. And I would say, including myself, like I feel like I'm emotionally intelligent, but at times I do not want to talk. I do not want to speak if it's like vulnerable, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Like, you feel like it's too vulnerable for you to say to your other significant other. Yeah, it's scary. Ooh. Actually, it's scary. let's talk about this, though, because I my favorite podcast, Charlotte Mallory Rose, love y'all. Um, they were talking about how there's some things they just wouldn't tell to their lady, like, to their woman. Like, mm. it's just like, they won't, like, you know how, ooh, let me break this down. So, basically, like, if a guy comes to the lady and be like, oh, so how was your, like, how's everything? Like, and he'd be like, I don't want to talk about it, like, da 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 like it was a thing where it was like it's okay for the guy to say that because then the woman would use that against you there's like that whole stereotype of like i don't want to say too much because they yeah. use it against you and stuff i've definitely had that experience and really yeah yeah wow sure. i definitely have had that experience with like, wow so is this a red flag in women uh i don't want to say <laughs> it's okay it's okay because i feel like that would be a red flag like <laughs> I, w- I won't say in women. I would say like just personal experiences where you're like, okay, you express something and then you see it later on being used as a weapon in your uh, later conversations. And so, I mean, is it like something I don't want to happen? For sure. But is it something that like, is it something that like... Do you feel like in your head you'd be like, noted, all right, never again? Yeah, yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah, lucky. Like you have to think about it. Because I'd be like, man, I try to like break that. Because I don't, I don't want to be like that in the first place. But at the same time, I shouldn't be with somebody who's doing that to me. But you know what I mean? Like, like it's hard because like it's it, it's also like something that like 
it's something that um I feel like is ingrained in women and I feel like you have to like You think I don't I disagree. I feel like I feel like the only time uh because with me, when I'm angry, I'm I'm not like sloppy angry. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna yell or like burst and stuff. I feel like it def- with the hurt, like it really depends on like, the hurt. Because I'm more of a words person. But think about it like this. This is how I think about it in my head. This is why I said like, okay, I think women are more prone to like um, using words against you because historically I feel like women have been told that they're like crazy. So if you're delusional and all your words are like meaning nothing, what are the words that will be meaningful? What are the words that will be valuable? The words that the man has said. So if she knows the words that a man has said and those are the things that like society is saying is valuable, that's the only thing she can use as a weapon against the man. I you see that point. Yeah. So what that's is that? What so okay, okay, okay. So real th- okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was like, yeah, that's what I mean, Angie. But <laughs> then with that, do you feel like you would would you one hundred percent like let's say you have when you have a wife one day, would mm-hmm. you one hundred percent like tell her everything? Or do you feel like there's certain things you just can't say? I wanna get to the point where I say everything. I wanna oh, wow. get to the okay, point. Okay, okay, but right now. Right now, no. Right oh now. wow! Okay, yeah, I'm still on my walk, guys. I'm wow. still on my walk. <laughs> so wait, the po- like the brothers, like so the they podcast I listened to, like they really wasn't lying about that. So, like this was really a thing with guys. I in my head is like, all right, like once you meet the one, like it's just like it's a thing where we both like. Because mm. in my head, like this is how I think, and I guess now we can talk about like black love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because Valentine's Day is coming up and. I'm like chilling out here, guys, or whatever. Oh, my, mm-hmm. also, two of my birthdays coming up too, so shout out for me. Aquarius season is on Tuesday, so. Oh! Yeah. What you about to do? Um, actually, this year, I don't, how old are you now, bro? 22. You're 22, so I'm about to be 22. So, uh, 22 for me, I don't know what it is this year. I just feel like it's been calm. Like, I don't know what you did for your 22nd birthday. Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> I chilled. Seriously? I was relaxing the whole time. It was nice. What did you do for your 21st? I think I just hung out with friends, honestly. Bro, all right. That's, that's like... Nah, I, right. be, I be calm on birthdays. I'm not going to lie. I'm not the person to talk to about birthdays. Really? I be calm on birthdays. That's something we need to analyze, guys. Because I think birthdays... No, I really think birthdays... Somebody was saying, like, um, it's a really a big special day just for you. And it should feel, like, special. Mm. I think the only reason why I'm going the calm route is because I, it's always been grand for me. Like, I always try to do something. Yeah. That, like, I just want to see how it feels to just not do anything yeah but i do feel like somebody like you who are calm should do something you know what i'm saying that'd be cool i mean maybe my 23rd birthday i'll turn up real quick yeah I'm yeah I'm graduating that when day. is your birthday my birthday is may 22nd oh okay so, so that's close to like yeah you're right literally you i think the day before i graduate what about like travel bro are you a traveler no I am a traveler. I would like to travel. Let me not say I'm a traveler. I've only been to Ghana, like okay. outside of the United States. But like, I've been to a couple places in the U.S. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. But I guess I am going to Kamra, so you let me know how that is. I'm nervous because I'm like, okay, I never did you gonna this. Just, you gonna just chill? Ain't nothing gonna be worried about. You gonna be vibing? How how do you like experience that though? Do you <laughs> just like on your birthday you just act like it's a regular? Just right. Literally, you'd be like, oh man, this vibe. You get a couple of happy birthdays. You'd be like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Da, 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 da. Not even a cake? You don't get a cake? You don't blow one? Shut up. Whoa. I don't like cake as well. So, like, I'll get a brownie with some ice cream. No, but the I guess the specialty is blowing it out and making a wish. No? 
Wow. Okay, guys, listen. Okay, I feel like this a big like. I think with birthdays, I feel like with the world how it's going on, like there's so much going on that there's no focus on you, like of any time of the day. So mm. I feel like if you treat your birthday, I'm only treating you guys because I just want to give the experience, like how it is just a normal day of like just chilling out. Because mm -hmm. I heard from somebody I know who always go big for a birthday that is actually refreshing, and I don't know if it's because. It's a lot of work when you do have to do something every year, right? Yeah. But I do think, like, it should be, like, where the whole world stops and it's just only on you. Like, I do feel like that's a touching mm. feeling. Call it selfish. I don't care. But I think it's good for your birthday. But Call it selfish? I don't care. Yeah, but Aquarius season, everybody who's Aquarius, turn up. Okay, guys, turn up. Big Gemini. Okay, Big Gemini, shout out you guys out there too. But going back to like love, I guess, with yeah. Valentine's coming up, um, I guess I do want to speak about black love because I think one of the things I remember meeting you the first time, bro, like you kind of, I don't know how we got, I got into that question with you, but you listed things you, you love or cared about. And it was like you said, Jesus, you said black woman, and I do rap. What do I rap about? Oh, okay. I chose it, guys. What do I rap about? But you listed those things, and yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. And I, uh, I think the black woman kind of like really like. I guess I don't yeah. really hear a lot of people say that a lot. Yeah. So I do want to go and speak about it. It seemed like you only date black women. Yeah, I mean, two for two right now. So yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Is that? Do you feel like it's just be, like that's just how it is? Like it's just black women. Uh, I think so. I just I would you mean, try? I mean, it looked like I'm. I'm pretty satisfied with the. Uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can say like it's only black women. Yeah, it's only black women. Okay, it's only black women. Okay, it's only I, black women. I, I I just like I understand that like I don't know. I don't know. I try to get. <laughs> I don't try to get too wordy, but like yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, okay. It's mainly black women for me. I, I I don't. I haven't really done anything. Okay, what do you feel like? I feel like when you said that, I was curious to ask you, like, what is it about black women? Why do you feel like? Hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like. I don't know. There's got to be a reason why you're that's strongly, strong. like, that's, that's attractive. I think I, I grew up around black women. I, I, I saw. I don't know. It's just a certain appreciation to be in a black woman's life romantically and like really love her and really care for her. And even just like platonically, just like just being around black women is really like refreshing for me. I really, I, I really enjoy the company of black women, especially like ones that are like cool. Cause like the ones that are not cool. Mm. What, is a treat <laughs> that you, what is a treat that you really enjoy that you feel like? Um, Dang, you asking some heavy questions. And I, I mean, like, yeah. Oh. I mean, welcome to the Ain't Same Podcast. <laughs> like, like I'm, um, I'm actually shocked that you're thinking right now. Actually, yeah. I would say, I would say, um, hmm, a treat. I would say relatability. I think that there's a certain there's a certain tone of relatability that we all have, mm -hmm. especially like black people in general that um there's just certain like codes funny things that we have that we can just like bond over mm -hmm. and i think there's this unspoken just catering we have to each other and i really appreciate that i really appreciate it i, I really appreciate just like 
loving on black women and like being able to receive that back. Yeah, mm. I think it's that. I think it's a special type of love. I think that's essentially what I'm trying to say. I think there's a special type of love of loving black women. Mm. Yeah. I I feel like, cause I'm so, I am for a black love. Mm. I do have that mindset where I do think love is general. I don't think like, if I do see like, I, like a white man with a black woman or like if it's the opposite, mm-hmm. I don't judge quickly like how people do. Mm-hmm. Depends on like the things they say. Like if it's fetishizing, then it's a different story. Mm-hmm. But I do hear, I met a couple black men who would say like, um, yeah, the reason why I married her is because I want my kid to look a certain way. That's like, all right, you you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. like, that's OD. Yeah. However, um, I do think love is general and that um, anybody can receive love. But I do think it is different with black love. I do feel like, so I am somebody who not like, I like look more preferably with black men. Mm-hmm. But if it comes different areas, then I wouldn't mind, I guess. But my preference is black men. Yeah, And I do think it's because I've been growing up around black love and I guess in movies and et cetera, or even with my parents, like, I just feel like I want to showcase that with my kids as well. Mm. So I guess that's the reason why, you know, I feel like also too, I always tie black men with like, I guess, protection and security. I mean, security than other race, which is a big hot take, I feel like too. Mm. I think this also goes back into like how black men was raised too. Cause that's how my dad's been and that's how my brothers are growing up yeah and that's how like i perceive a lot of black men mm. to be i don't know if you what are your thoughts about that um i think Do you feel like black men should be like that or no i think that's an attribute about yourself i don't think it's your whole entire identity i think uh i think a lot of times like being a protector and being like a provider is an attribute about black men that we strive to have but then once you make it your identity, I think that's very synonymous to like God. And mm. I have been trying to like recently I've been trying to like debunk the idea or the myth that like black men are gods because You feel like people think that way? Yeah. Really? I think I think like What do you mean by that? Like just the just the fact of like, okay, like I feel I think that I think when you have a certain image of black men, right? And there's one thing, especially like protector and provider, right? The only thing that'll always protect and always provide for you is God. And so if you put like a man that's fallow, that is, that just doesn't do that, that can't do that, that won't be able to do that, they will literally fail. And then they'll feel bad that they're failing. And then the person who they're supposed to do this or the person to represent that as, will feel bad that they failed them. So like, it's just a constant cycle of just like, okay, you're not enough. Oh, so you tie those two words with what God does for us. So that yeah. doesn't make sense that a human being can do that. Is that all they can do? Oh. Like if that's all they can do, I don't think that's all they can do. But like, I definitely understand the idea of like looking at a black man and being like, okay, I would like that person to provide it. What if, what if there's a person you met that says like, definitely one of the traits gotta be them too yeah that's tough that's still okay but if yeah. it's like their whole thing then that's when it's just like a different story yeah okay basically. i get it i get it i get it mm, i never thought of it like that mm-hmm. so i guess the last question will put you on the spot is like um there's this viral clip that's going big in media right now and it's mm-hmm. more of like 
men that women should be women should love a man more than a man no guys should love more than a woman should mm-hmm. do you think what do you think about that um should men love women more than women love men <laughs> i hope i said that right. but yeah i think that I did. Men love women more than women love men. yeah no 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 so you feel like it should be the same yes okay absolutely i don't i don't see the I haven't seen the clip, so I don't know the justification. No, literally, that's the statement. Like, you know, the oh, sti- wow. you have that in your clips, too, where it's just like, it's a statement. And then there's just a music background. Right. And like the it was just like it was just like that. Like, no. and he was agreeing with it, though. Hmm. I, I, I'm the opposite. I feel like if I meet a guy, I would want him to love me more. I love him. And I guess in a woman perspective, I just feel like I feel like when a woman loves loves more than a guy i feel like to me it's like does he really love like i guess what i'm trying to say is that i guess it's skeptic that he's really down for me or committed to me mm-hmm. but it proves more when he loves i also feel like women are just naturally lovers like yeah. they're nurturing and stuff yeah and it hits different when it comes to men i feel like men are just like naturally we want i don't know for me i know i can speak for myself i'm mm-hmm. naturally somebody who wants to like cater i, I naturally want to like give a lot and want to like give a lot of my time give a lot of my efforts give a lot of like if i like if i can get something for you i'll get it like I, that's just like the natural knack mm-hmm. for me so i think like men like to do that in order to show their appreciation and show their love so i think like if both of them are constantly in that like cycle then that's just beautiful that's just like what a relationship can do look healthy wise yeah mm. when you say you give a lot like you're just saying love like support like etc like i mean or... just in all in all aspects love support and like i mean also gifts i mean just like thoughtfulness just mm. yeah so yeah i, I just take you somewhere like I'll, yeah so like, i feel like we my statement is i feel like we live we, we live in a world where women gives that more energy than men do mm. and when women gives more energy of that energy that men do, it's view like, okay, he's not really feeling you. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'm speaking, you got all the ladies out there, let me know. But I feel like when guys give more of that energy of like, okay, like I'm really feeling you. I'm really like, I think this is going somewhere and really provide, not providing only, but like emotionally as well. Mm-hmm. It shows like, wow, he really loves me mm-hmm. and that this is going somewhere. Yeah. I guess the equal part is like, I agree, equal, but it's just like, it just never plays out that well how I view other people in relationships. Mm-hmm. Also, so I feel like including like in me, like it can be simple things. Like, let's say I'm talking to somebody in messages. Mm-hmm. I'm asking questions. I'm trying to get to know you, but the guy is not really giving me the energy back. Mm-hmm. How does that look, bro? Like, I'm like, damn. So I'm feeling like I'm. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I okay. think I guess what bro's saying with equal, I hear that. I think it should be equal, like, the amount of love I'm giving you. But, like, you feel like in, like, a real world, like, a man should, like, because I'll go yeah. automatically going to give that love. Well, it, sh- it depends how you view love. Because I'm more of, like, are you more of, like, you think there should be conditioned love or unconditional love? I think love should have conditions. Really? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like so much for real right now. Okay, okay. Why do you think that? I think love's with, love without conditions shows a lot about yourself. Wait, and how? In what way? Because if you love something uncon, uh, mm, wow, this is a heavy statement. I uh, I think mm-hmm. that if you, <laughs> in my opinion, right. I think that if you love uh, unconditionally, then there's a certain attribute that you have 
that uh, you struggle with boundaries. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Can you give an example? I'm trying to just understand. Hmm. I would say like an example is, um, hmm. Yeah, what's an example? I would say an example is when someone is trying to get to know you, but they keep on like talking to you, keep on talking to you at all ends of the day, and they're not really regarding themselves within what they have to do, like what their uh what their schedule is, yada yada. Yeah, that's them loving you unconditionally, but they have no regards for what they have going on in their life at the moment. So yeah. Mm, okay, I see it because I I feel like if I'm in love, I would put that guy number one be be before everything else mm. in my life. Let's talk about the news of the week, guys. Um, so I do want to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, we're kind of shooting the podcast during the Super Bowl, so we don't, even, we don't even know what's going on. Not at all. And before the pod, we were talking about how we don't even watch football for real. Do you watch the Super Bowl? Are you the type to watch it just for the commercials? I watch it specifically for that halftime show and literally for my friends' reactions. Like, oh, really? I watch them and they'll go, oh, and I'll troll. Like, yeah, literally, I troll. Literally. I'm excited for Usher. I was, yeah. I don't know, are you a big Usher fan? I really like Usher. I think his songs are really good. I think he really makes great music. And he, him recently is hilarious now. Like, oh, why you say hilarious now? He just like gives a dad energy. Like, watch this. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, he does. He just gives dad energy, bro. Like, old man. Like, not too old. Don't want to yeah, yeah. Right, you know. But, you know, older yeah. man, you know. Like Kiki, you know. No, that's true. I was like, <laughs> before, like, this whole weekend, because, you know, everybody's posting about Usher. Mm -hmm. I was listening to his music, and I'm like, wow, I know hella Usher songs. That's how it be. Yeah. He, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can really say this song's word for word, bar for bar. I like that. I'm so yeah. glad they got me. He's getting his flowers, because the Super Bowl performance is definitely needed. Who do you think should be next for next year? Who do you think is like, you know, they have Usher, they have Rihanna last year. Hmm. Beyonce. Also. I say Drake and J. Cole. Really? Is it there? Are you saying because they're on tour right now? Like, I say Drake and Cole. Really? They just, they, I feel like they deserve it. I feel like they deserve it. And like the reason I say them together is because it yeah. would just be such a great combination. And then it could be the end of, like, the end of the song would just be like, me and Drizzy is bigger. Oh, yeah. That thing would go so crazy. Yeah, that'd be tough. I, I feel like, because maybe because I'm a big Drake fan, I feel like Drake should have one by himself. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. His discography is definitely. Yeah. And then J. Cole, I would want by himself too, because I am a big J. Cole yeah, fan. Yeah. Both of them could do it by themselves for sure. So. I think to me personally, and I don't think this will happen, I don't know if Chris Brown ever performed in the Super Bowl, mm. but I think Chris Brown would be tough. He would be tough. And I think The Weeknd as well. I don't the know if he would. Yeah. Crazy. His, like. Crazy. That will go crazy for the Super Bowl next year. That's one thing that I wanted to <clears throat> bring up about what's going on in the news, just strictly about like Super Bowl and in Super Bowl season. Mm. And I guess to wrap up the pod, um, I have this segment called like um just the async segment of just like a thought provoking question. And I did want to talk about like hmm, commitment in a way. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like with you, bro, like I feel like you keep trying, 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 right? Mm -hmm. I feel like, well, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's what I'm, I get from you. Yeah. I feel like I am also somebody that when I see something or want something, I try my best to really get it or I'll eventually get it in a way. Yeah. Um, but there is not a lot of people like that in the world. Right? I think 
So I wanted to talk about that. Like, how do you keep going and like for a long period of time? Because people will stop at a certain time too. Yeah. That's something about people. So I think for me is I um I I think of the long term and I also think of the short term. So mm-hmm. I I love the journey, but I also keep in mind the destination. And I feel like I just said two very broad, vague things that everybody can apply to their lives. So I'm going to specify for myself. Yeah. I would say like, I'll post a video and I really like the way that video looks. So I'll try to implement implement that in different videos. I'll see different ideas. I'll try to take those ideas and try to put them for myself. So every time I'm always learning, trying to become a better artist, better marketer, better musician, better PR, better manager, all this stuff for myself. But then also I understand like my end goal is to touch as many souls as I can. So mm. that's the vibe. Yeah, that's what I keep doing for real. I, I want to speak more into it, especially like yeah. with like I was saying about really real like Instagram followers and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. there was a moment in time where it was just like you're posting, posting and it's yeah. just like, where is the engagement coming yeah. in? But you keep posting. I swear, like, if anybody I met really is, like, the most consistent person I ever met. Like, hot take. Like, <laughs> like for real, though. Like, and, like, there is, I know for a fact, there's, I know people that are still, like, what's going on? And she just, they would just stop. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what would you say to that? Like, I would say, um, hmm. That's just going to sound Discouraged, weird. too? Yes, I have. Okay. But in those moments... I just don't, I don't understand stopping in the mud to stay in the mud. I I, I don't, I I personally don't get that. If you're posting and you're con- like, you have all your life to become what you want to be with your dreams. So if that is true and you're in the mud, you're at a low point, why stay in the low point? Keep going so then you can see the fruition. Literally the one thing, I think one comment or one quote that'll never leave me is when Nipsey Hussle said, the only like special thing about me is I didn't quit. And that will always stick with me because it was like, I went through every emotion and like that hit me. Cause it's just like, like they, these people that we see that are one hit wonders and oh, uh, overnight sensations, like they say it takes 10 years to build that. So for me, if I'm not at 10 years yet, if I'm not at 10,000 hours, if I'm not, I'm not at any of these points. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep learning. Because if you don't, then at the end of the day, you can teach somebody else how to do it. I feel like the view, like people listening out there will be like, but if you are trying and it's not working, what, how do you know, like, just to keep going? You know what I'm saying? Because there's people with that mindset, like, okay, you're trying, it's not working. So let me go this way right i would say if you're trying and it's not working then there's something that you can learn from trying and not like that's that's like that's like like i'm just thinking like that's like a scientist like trying the same formula and seeing that it's not working and be like oh this has got to work like that's insanity like that doesn't make sense so if you try and you keep on tweaking it you keep on like there's a reason they say experiment one experiment two experiment three they change something there's a difference in that experiment but they still have the same goal so i think you should apply that into your life and try in different ways but still understand like hey it can happen like it can happen and it will happen if you keep on going you keep on having the willingness to learn maybe i'm just mm, okay i I understand what you're saying. I just feel like if you have a specific like goal in mind, this mm-hmm. is how you're building to it. Yeah. But I do agree if the the way you're building to that goal is not is not working. There is different avenues you can take. Mm-hmm. 
to kind of build that goal. I think with, like, with you, bro, I feel like I've seen it a lot of times where, like, you're still in motion right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can continue pushing when, like, the odds are very high, you know what I'm saying? Especially in the industry you're in, too. Talking about it, too, as being, like, a Christian rapper. Yeah. Especially a Christian rapper at that, too. Because there is so much conversation I hear, too, that, like, um, not with you, but I'm, yeah. like, There'll be people who are like, oh, Christian rap, mm, I don't know where this is going to land or this got to see all that negativity. Yeah. So I just don't know, like, especially in the environment and the field you're getting to, like how you keep pushing with that too. Hmm. So I feel like people, how people view Christian rappers, I don't, this is my analogy with it. It's like trying to go to the NBA. I feel you. Mm. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely understand. And I definitely feel that way at certain times. Like I feel like I can't really get past a certain point or or like I feel like I've hit a wall, but then I try, I just, I, I guess I just continue. I mean, there's breaks that I've had. I've stopped posting at some point. I've gone a week without posting type stuff. So mm-hmm. like, I understand like, like the concept of a break, the understanding concept of like, oh man, I feel depleted. But that doesn't mean you have to give up. That doesn't mean you have to stop. Like I grew a TikTok, I grew like a TikTok account to like 60k followers, and then I just like don't use it anymore. Like I, because I, I didn't have any engagement into it. I didn't da da da. So I went and made a new one. Like like there's just certain things that you'll do if you really want it, and the sacrifices you make are a testament to what you really want. And like like. Like my best con or my most seen content right now isn't the content that I started with. It isn't the content that I desire to like. I have a my most seen content is right now is like a six second post, and it's not regarding to my music. It's regarding to like, um, it's regarding to like, just like godly laws yeah. or like god godly stuff. And so, I think that's just a that's just to say that it might not seem the way that you want it. It might not be like, okay, they everybody likes this song. They know exactly what this song is. They know exactly how it's going to sound, yada, yada, yada. That might not be how it comes. But if it does come, then you should be grateful for that. And you should be grateful for like, you should be grateful that you understand like, okay, this is a way. This is, this, this works. So that should be something that um really fuels you. The small wins and the big wins. Because, I mean, I celebrated a lot of small wins before. I got big wins. I used to post. I used to post a, a freestyle every one hundred followers. Like, like bro. Like I, I, yeah. like as long as I, I know about like feeling like like really celebrating a small win. Like I, I understand that. So I feel like, how do you know like if it is working too? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of things that I do, like, so guys, like me, we're like we're so different from last year when I met you. Like I think that was last year. I think that was last year. I Yeah, it was last year when I met yeah. you, like last February, which is crazy. But like, I feel like we are just in two different... Like, I think the way we are now, we didn't think how far we'll be here. Yeah. And I guess, oh, I was going to type back with what you're saying. But like, I agree too with like, just trying and being like, just consistent, seeing how it goes. Yeah. And et cetera. Especially, it hits home with like, a lot of things that I went viral for too, it, it disappointed me because it was just like, that's not where I wanted people to Look. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it just worked out that way, I guess. So 
I guess it just speaks to existing like crazy, like how we will be in the next year and in the future on. Yeah. But I oh for me with wins though, it's just like I'm so based on numbers. Like I feel like mm-hmm. if like, okay, like this is going somewhere, like if and maybe because I work with social media so much, which is a different story for another day. Mm-hmm. But to me, like I hate it when people be like, No, Angie, like this is how you're supposed to do something or no, this is how you're supposed to be, but it's just like, but Look at, like, look at how the numbers are playing out. Yeah. Look at how it is. That's how I am in my mind. I understand. I just think, like, I think I go away from numbers because that's not the reason I came in. Like, that's not the reason yeah. I started. Like, like I want to touch as many souls as possible, but at the same time, if I can, like, if my piece of content is so potent, like, it will do that. That will be a result of it. But if I know... Um, I don't know because your content you're posting it's not it's it's different for sure because your editing is different for sure (laughs) shout out you for your editing I'll be trying man some of the posts you have I would say I see that sometimes you know what I'm saying like like, even the most viral you want to have too Mm -hmm. people do that where they have like you know where is the same man? They have music in the background. Yeah. And then people will just, it'll be either like somebody's driving somewhere or they should Yeah, like a small form yeah. content. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like we do have a general idea of like what can. What can go out? Uh, what can reach people? Right. Yes. I get what you're saying. But I also understand, bro, is like what was the purpose for though? Yeah. So. Cause I think like I could do that, but then I could also. Like uh, honestly, I feel like I can make like a regular rap song and it go like crazy. It goes. That's true. Like that's I feel true. like I can do that truly, and like people would really like it. But at the end of the day, like that's not my purpose. That's not my goal. I see people. I see people doing things that they get they get viral for, but I'm just like like a lot of people wouldn't do it because they don't like confrontation. They don't like going and they don't like going in stores and having fun. Da, 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 da. I feel like for me, I could have done that. I remember when Boot Game was doing his little thing. I was like, dang, I could do that. But like, oh my gosh, you remember that era? Like, oh gosh, that was crazy. Yeah, shout out Holy Gabbana, man. Mm-hmm. Nice change. But, um, <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. I guess this is like, I think Bro is one of few people I met that like just keeps pushing. And like, I know there's probably a lot of discouragement that happened where you're just like, damn. I can't speak too much about it, but I see you continue trying, though. Yeah. That speaks a lot. I, I do, like, this is a big hot take. I do think there's slim amount of people in this world who will, who have a mindset, a goal, and will keep trying until, like, something works. That, I, I think, totally agree. Yeah, I don't think that's, like... It's not that, common. Yeah, it's not common at all. And that's an issue, I feel like, with me, because this is, like, we have two different mindsets of, like, how things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That kind of conflicts about that conflicts with people that I meet sometimes because I'm mm. like my ambition is not in the same level as you you are as a person. Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's good to see. It's good to know that about yourself and know like what where you would go like something doesn't work. All right, guys. So this is it for the Any Single Podcast. I don't. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, Tap in, guys. Uh, my name is Brillabanti. I'm on yes. all streaming platforms. B-R-I-L-A-B-A-N-T-I. Hope you go tap in and listen. Jesus loves you. All is well. All is well. Enjoy your morning, guys. Until next podcast. Bye, guys. Movie going crazy.